Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater. And today, again, I'm joined by the lovely Brittany Burgess. Hello, everybody. What is going on? So in today's episode, we are going to talk about what to do when you feel like you have lost progress. Because something that happens a lot in the general population when it comes to your fitness journey is kind of doing that yo-yoing back and forth. You get super dialed in at some point. You're going all in on your goals. You're making really good progress. Next thing you know, you're back to square one. And we repeat that cycle so much throughout our life. And that's why we stay stuck. And we so often don't feel like we're actually moving forward. It's because we get that forward momentum going, but then something causes us to slip up. We lose that progress and we go back to our original set point, that original place that is that comfortable weight for us where we're comfortable and we're not really pushing our comfort zone. This like actually really resonates. I know we were just talking about this, but like while you were just talking about that there, this like totally resonates with me right now because obviously if you know, or if you don't know, like I am pregnant right now and my, one of my biggest fears, I guess, was obviously I'm losing progress. (laughs) Like I'm losing progress. I'm clearly not training like I was. That's going to happen. And it's just one of those things. Like it's something that I've worked so hard on and so hard for, like for years now, whether that's, you know, if I'm cutting or if I'm bulking or if I'm, I'm in a maintenance, I've always, you know, been seeing progress no matter what that looks like. But I obviously that progress has been put on a solid halt. And I've had those thoughts of like, okay, when I get back to the gym, like when I'm able to get back to the gym and start training, like I can. I am going to see like a huge loss in progress, but which is completely normal, but it's something that can be like super terrifying, intimidating. And I feel like it's going to be, it's just a barrier. Yeah. And, and like you just said, it, it doesn't matter. Like what does, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter, but in general, where that loss of progress is coming from, say it doesn't matter in terms of it sucks. Like it doesn't feel good, whether you're losing progress because you had an injury and you had to take time off or you went on a trip and you feel like you lost progress, whether you were pregnant or maybe you just self-sabotaged yourself for a series of days, months, or even years, right? The matter is like losing progress doesn't feel good. It's never something that we are happy about. So I think kind of just acknowledging that and normalizing that is kind of like the first step and kind of like the the next big thing that I really drive home to my clients, Brittany, I know you've kind of said a variation of this to your clients as well. And it's shifting our focus towards moving forwards. So often I hear, I just want to get back to where I used to be. And my response is, fuck where you used to be. Where are you going? Yeah. No, because if if we just keep thinking about... Fantastic. 
yeah, if we just keep thinking about the past, like that past version of you doesn't exist anymore. It's literally a figment in our brain. We need to work on creating the future you. And it's going to be a completely different version of you than has ever existed before, but we can make it better. We can build it stronger and more resilient than any version of you that has ever existed in the realm of the universe. That's like anything to do with if you're dwelling on the past, like no matter if that is in regards to your body, how it was five years ago or past relationships or past situations in your life or whatever, it's never good in any situation to dwell on the past. So that goes for your fitness journey as well. This is also something that I have been really leaning into as well and trying to shift my own mindset with that as well, because of course I am not going to look like I did before I got pregnant. Okay. Like that's, I've already gotten over that. I have now shifted my mindset as into I'm going to be even better and more in shape than I was and even stronger than when I, before I got pregnant. Yeah. And I I love that. And it is possible. And I feel like we already busted this myth on a few on multiple episodes, but it is completely possible to have a baby, to be a mom and to actually have a better physique than you did pre-pregnancy. We have seen it time and time again with our clients. I've seen it just with women in the fitness industry. And I'm not talking about surgical procedures. I'm talking about real authentic natural progress post-pregnancy yeah and that goes with like not even just post-pregnancy but even if you're dealing with an injury or like if you know you have this injury now you can't work out and you're like oh my god like i was the most fit i've ever been and now i have to take some time off yeah okay of course you're gonna lose some progress but guess what (laughs) now when you're able to get back to the gym get back to your normal routine and working out just focus on getting stronger and being a better version than you were before you went off. Mm -hmm. I love that. I want to bring it back to the, I guess that feeling though, like when you are in the moment and you're feeling that discouragement because you're, you can see the loss of progress, right? Like I'm not going to deny that it doesn't happen. So when you are in that discouraged state, you feel like you've kind of downward spiraled from for whatever reason, the first thing you want to do, and it's going to not be what you want to do. I want to emphasize that. <laughs> the first thing that you need to do is take a long, hard look in the mirror about why you lost the progress. Okay. Now, everything in our life, I like to say is our fault. Okay. We are responsible for everything. And in being responsible for everything, we have control to change things, right? So examining why you lost that progress is not to make yourself feel bad. It's to help improve yourself, right? We already feel bad about the fact that we feel like we lost progress. Okay. So why did we lose that progress? We need to identify that. We need to stop fearing our mistakes. I know no one likes to have weaknesses, but we all do have weaknesses. So we got to stop shying away from them because our weaknesses are actually our greatest advantage because they show you where you need to shift your focus so that you can learn to level up. Okay. So step one, when you find yourself in that discouraged state is really take a long, hard look in the mirror, drop your ego and ask yourself, (laughs) why did you lose that progress? 
honestly, that's probably, and it's like you said, it's not, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. (laughs) It's going to be a blow to that ego and it's going to be extremely uncomfortable to do that. But some of the best things we do for ourselves is the uncomfortable shit and the stuff we don't want to do and the stuff that pushes us out of that little comfort zone bubble that we're in. So really taking a like long, hard look and really identifying the why, always figure out the why and then go from there with your game plan. Exactly. If you if you have the why, we can we can find the the how. I saw that as a quote. I liked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perfect. But there's really no obstacle that is too great to bounce back from. Literally. I've seen people like those transformation stories of people who lost their legs and like they came back. Does that suck? Fucking right. But what else are you going to do? Continue to downward spiral, right? Again, we don't want to go backwards. We want to focus on moving forward, doing the best with the cards that we are dealt each day. On that note, when it comes to, I guess, like identifying why we lost the progress, of course, there are going to be an abundance of different reasons and variables out there. So let's just say things like pregnancy, things like an injury, you're going to sit there and you're going to go, oh, well, it wasn't my fault that I hurt my back. It wasn't like my fault that I got pregnant, like if you want to frame it that way. But that's not what I mean, because that is that victim mentality of us sitting there going, oh, poor me, because this happened to me. So when I say identify why you lost the progress, it goes deeper than that, right? Let's say you had a back injury. I had a back injury. I lost progress. Okay. I can sit here and go, oh, I lost progress because I hurt my back. But what was it about that injury that allowed me to take those steps backwards? Okay. Well, was it because I couldn't train? Okay. Probably. Also, what did I actually do with my diet? Because an injury doesn't mean that you have to slack on your diet. You can still nail your diet 100%. So did you look in the mirror? Did you nail your diet? Do you even know what you should be doing for a diet? Do you know what your nutritional requirements are? Did you work on your mind? Were you active? What did you actually do and or not do to progress yourself forward? We don't want to admit that shit to ourselves, but that's what we need to do if you are serious about making progress again. Injuries are huge too, because, and I feel like, you know, we've, of course, between the two of us and just in general, we've had lots of clients with injuries. It's going to happen. Shit happens, whatever. And you're not able to train. Well, it's not an excuse, right? And if you can't train, okay, it is what it is, but we have to hone in on those other things that you can control. So you can control your nutrition and you can control your mindset. Those two are still freaking huge when it comes to seeing progress and your fitness journey. If you just decide and you're feeling sorry for yourself because, oh my God, like I can't train, like what the hell, like I'm just going to stop everything. Well, who's to blame there, right? So that's where you still can eat fine. You can still eat your nutrition plan. No one's holding a gun to your head for that sense. Same with your mindset. You can still put in the work for your mindset. Absolutely. Mindset and nutrition are the two biggest factors above training. And of course, when you're injured, if it's a significant injury, you're going to have inflammation in your body. There's going to be things going on. You're probably not going to feel 100%. You're probably going to be dealing with pain. When you have physical pain, mental pain comes along with that. But again, play the cards you're dealt. There are so many things you can do to keep your mind focused. There are so many things you can learn. When you have that injury, are you sitting there watching fucking TikTok or are you investing (laughs) into your mind, right? It's true. We don't like the fucking truth. When you injured, you have to evaluate it. Like, 
we want to be smart with our injury. Of course, recovery is key, but if your leg is injured, you can still work your arms. Like, and I don't mean like big compound lifts of military press because that might not be optimal depending on your injury, but can you do bicep curls? I don't know. Can you do maybe some core work? Can you work on your posture? Are there stretches you can do? Have you been going to get your injury rehabilitated? Have you been seeing physio? Have you been going to massage? These are all things that you can be doing to progress faster and more efficiently when it comes to that rehabilitation process and getting back on track that much quicker. I always like to say too, because like, obviously that stuff is, yeah, it sucks, (laughs) you know, whatever the case may be in regards to you losing your progress, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It's not easy. And, but I'd like to say is like, choose your hard. Mm -hmm. So choose how hard it actually is. Like if you're, if you're putting in the work and you're doing that stuff, like, is it really like that hard? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another kind of metaphorical way to think about it is like almost now I'm I'm literally making this metaphor up on the spot, but it could be kind of like putting deposits in your bank account. Okay. So when you deposit a dollar into your bank account, it probably doesn't feel like much, right? If you're injured or you're pregnant or you're out of training for let's say six months and every day you're putting a dollar in, a dollar and it's going to be like, oh man, this is brutal when I'm used to putting a hundred dollars a day in. But guess what? In six months, those dollars are going to add up and you're going to be really fucking grateful that you put those dollars in that account. Because now when you go to see what kind of cash you got in there, you're actually going to have something as opposed to zip because you didn't deposit anything or worse, you're in the negatives. What's that called? Overdraft? (laughs) When your bank account is in the negative because... (laughs) You sabotaged and you went backwards. And the same thing can happen on your fitness journey. That's a perfect analogy. That totally makes sense. And that was a good one. I just made that up. Everything we're talking about. Yeah. Like, again, no matter what the obstacle is, we want to focus on going forward. Again, it's normal. We want to normalize it. This is another thing we talk about with our clients all the time is normalizing our struggles, normalizing failure. It's an essential part of growth. If you gained weight back that you previously lost, that sucks. Like, of course, especially if that wasn't your intention or if your goal was to lean out, you self-sabotage, your weight went up, whatever the case, but complaining about it and beating yourself up about it isn't going to get the weight off, right? What's going to get the weight off? A proper plan. But And, and this mm-hmm. is the the overlooked part. Yes, a proper plan is going to get the weight off, but not if we don't address the root cause of why that weight got gained back in the first place. Okay. And again, that is specifically in regards to people who may be self-sabotaged, or this is a big one. This is a big one I want to drive home because of the time of year it is. Right now, it's high season. Everyone is starting to bust ass in the gym. If you're in Fort Mac, like just go home because the gym isn't too busy for me lately. <laughs> but seriously, like just right go. now, springtime, people are starting to be like, oh shit, I got to get my summer body ready. You're going to haul ass. And then in the summer, you're going to drink your beer have your barbecues, not give a fuck and feel like shit in September. Okay. So this is your warning to not do that. (laughs) It's a cycle. It's a cycle. And we've talked about that many times. I think we even have a podcast on that too, just about that whole situation. But yeah, this is a hundred percent your sign (laughs) not to do that because now's the time to avoid that. Cause like, and like time kind of go back to just like, 
feeling discouraged and like the feelings of failure. And like, I feel like when it comes to fitness and like our fitness journeys, the feelings of like failing and discouraged and like seeing our lost progress, like I feel like those are, of course, one of the biggest barriers to our actual progress to like see mm-hmm. progress and to put on a halt on everything. And confidence and fitness go hand in hand. I don't care who you are, but they go hand in hand. When you work out, you are obviously going to feel more confident. When you feel confident, your workouts feel better, if that makes sense. (laughs) And your life feels better. And your life feels so much better. And like, you feel like you have like, you're on top of the world and you got your shit together. But like when you lose your confidence and you start to lose that progress, or if anything comes up or you're feeling discouraged or for whatever reason, it's going to be extremely, extremely hard to get like that back to really focus on that. So, and like overcoming those feelings of failure about your fitness is extremely challenging, (laughs) but it can be done. We see it all the time. Yeah. Any successful person is going to tell you that they failed many, many, many times before they achieved success, right? There's that other quote. I think I said this in a podcast. We're just full of quotes today, but that one about a an expert fails more times than a beginner even tries or something like that. I love that because it's so true. Always true with that. And like it, and I feel like we have talked about like the feelings of failure and stuff a lot with our clients and like in the podcast and stuff. But I think it's like such a, a great topic, especially kind of what we're talking about in regards to losing progress, because it's like that feeling of like, Oh shit, like I've failed, (laughs) right. I've completely failed. And now that I failed, I don't even want to start up again because I don't want to fail again. <laughs> yeah. And and failure, I don't even believe in it. Like failure is a learning experience and that's all it is. Yeah. If you don't so fail, you- you're not learning. No, exactly. And like the same, too, like I don't like using the, the word failure. They're all like, it's just learning opportunities. You're freaking learning because if you're not, like if you're not doing like going through that failure cycle or you're not even like the losing progress aspect of it, because I feel like people that, you know, chase fat loss, like they just constantly want fat loss and they constantly want to lose weight. And like, they're at it. And like, that's all they've been doing for years and years and years. You're obviously going to stop seeing progress. You're going to be put on a halt because that is not sustainable and you can't be in a fat loss phase forever. <laughs> like it's just, it's, it's not what's going to happen. And some people can't wrap their head around that. Right. And when they get caught in that cycle of like, shit, okay. Um, you know, they don't know how to properly get into maintenance or, you know, starting reverse diet, et cetera, et cetera. So they mm-hmm. continue to just freaking kill it. in a calorie deficit and like lower and lower and lower, but you're going to just hit that plateau. And then when they hit that plateau, they're like, Oh my God, like, I stopped seeing progress or this and that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, and then the, discourage, the discouragement hits and the progress and the reverses even more. <laughs> and then they're like, oh my God, like I failed this and that. And then they stop. They stop doing what they've been doing because they're like, what's the point? And then a few months goes by or a year or whatever. They're like, oh, well, I need to get my shit together again. And then they get back into like the same cycle. Mm-hmm. And those are the the best and worst clients because... <laughs> They are the best because they have so much potential because they have the ability to bust ass. They have the motivation to get the shit done. 
But because they have seen such short-lived success and they get attached to that, that is what they are constantly chasing. And with clients like that, it's so important to drive home like the importance of like consistency, of sustainability, of the entire progress and really educate them. Because without education... It, like it's it's really hard to understand things and know why you are doing things. And that's why I always like our clients to ask questions because I don't like to just trust the process. Yes, to a degree, that's important. But like I like everyone to know why they are doing things, why your nutrition is made this way, why your training plan is made this way, and why it's important that you follow it in a periodized fashion. Because otherwise, people are just going to go, I just want to haul ass. I'm going to do cardio every single day. And that's not the way to go. No, asking questions. I love it. Like the more, you know, the more they know, exactly. they know what they're doing, why they're doing it, gaining knowledge. And like, we've said this a million times and I know I've said this a million times, but it literally could not be more true. I feel like fitness journey. I don't care who you are, or what's happening. There's really no real final destination where you're going. This is like a lifestyle. This or this is healthy habits that you're creating for a healthy lifespan and it is something that is going to be intertwined in your life forever if that's what you choose. There's just real no final, final destination. Exactly. And your goals are going to be forever changing. Always. it's a, And they should be. It's very important to have goals that are... It's like, why have the same goals <laughs> for like 10 years, right? So it's really important that you have goals that are super, super ever changing that because you're changing as an individual as well. Exactly. And if you are working with a great team like ours, you should be achieving those goals. So your goals need to like continue to get bigger and get bigger as you grow. So two things, I guess I want to go over kind of a game plan to help our listeners get back into that forward momentum. But before we do that, I did just want to quickly touch on and get your thoughts on failure in a different perspective. So another thing that I've been kind of thinking about in regards to failure is the fact that failure is a much better option than, how can I say it? Like complacency. Okay. Because someone who is comfortable, someone who is complacent, they're going to put in some work because they're doing okay. They might get a little bit better because they put in some work, right? But it's not going to make that big of a difference. If you fail and you hit your rock bottom, you need to level up your shit because your situation right now is not okay. And that's why we see these transformations with our clients who have gone from being extremely overweight, overweight, <laughs> overweight, extremely overweight, binge eating every single night. Some of them like unemployed, like these situations that were like absolutely horrible to these amazing lifestyles, like promotions at work, chiseled physiques. And then you have the average person looking, going, oh my God, how did they do that? And it's because they failed. They had no choice and they pushed their comfort zone so hard. If you're just going through life willy-nilly, I work out three times a week. I eat healthy. Good luck. You're going to keep doing that for the rest of your life because you haven't actually failed. You've just been coasting through life doing okay. We all know those people because we see them at the gym. The people that <laughs> they have always look the same. Fucking gym for five plus years that you see every day while you're there working out, 
But for some reason, they have literally not made any progress in five years. <laughs> those you are those people. Like, like <laughs> what's the word? World-class progress in five years. Literally, <laughs> yeah. anyone. Yeah, no, they look the same. <laughs> those are those people. Those are the complacent people, the people that actually physically, they say that they're putting in the work, but that they're actually really not putting in the work. <laughs> they like to talk. They don't like to take action. Now, it's not to take anything away yeah. from people who go to the gym for literally just pleasure or just for their they're own so mental health. Whatever. And maybe they don't have these big elite fitness like physique goals. And yeah. if that's you, like that is totally fine. But I have a feeling that the listeners to this podcast, that is not you. And again, me and Brittany are not here to tell you what you want to hear. We're here to tell you <laughs> what you need to hear to actually help you level up your life. And with those people too, and it's other, it's not just those people too, but where, you know, you get comfortable. It's that comfortable feeling like, no, like I, I don't really want to, you know, challenge myself. I'm scared of, you know, getting out of my comfort zone and this and that. So I'm just going to hover in this little safe bubble that I'm in for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right? Where our clients, and we've seen it before, like, man, is it easy shit? And it, is it uncomfortable? A hundred percent it is. And our clients have put in so much blood, sweat, and tears into their progress. Mm -hmm. But that is the way to do it if you want to see progress and level up your freaking life. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. If you are listening and you are someone who feels like you're in that place where you're discouraged because you visibly or even mentally lost progress, we are going to give you a game plan to get back into that forward momentum. Okay. So, how I like to do this is I kind of like to kind of reverse engineer it. So the first thing, so, okay, Brittany, let's, I'm going to walk you through this. So you can either do it as yourself or you can just make up a character. But the first thing is okay. to figure out what is your vision. Okay. Now I'm not talking, oh, I just want to lose weight. Like what is your vision? So Britt, what's your, let's do you. Like, what is your vision after the baby comes? What's your big why for actually wanting to progress in fitness post baby big why huge yeah and like it your is vision what do you see for your life and it has changed very drastically but the huge vision is i want to be an amazing mentor and just be there and show my son that it is completely what a healthy lifestyle looks like. I want to be healthy. I want to be around. I want to be able to do things with him. I want to just feel super confident in myself again. It is just super game changing. And that is like, that is my huge vision. And that is why it's like literally this spawn that I'm growing inside of me. Like that is my why. <laughs> I love it. That one actually, it gave me goosebumps. I know you can't see me right now, but I actually did get goosebumps from it. Okay. So we have the vision, confident mom, Brit, role model for her son, living and embracing that healthy lifestyle for herself and for her family. That's the vision. Okay. Now, what goals do we need to hit to get you there? So goals in terms of tactical things. So we're not at behaviors yet, but like, Brittany, what do you think are two to three goals that you are going to need to set to bring you closer to that vision? 
So these are going to be, um, there is going to be post baby. I'm going to do post baby goals. Yes. They're going to be very mini and very attainable. So of course, get my nutrition back on track because mm-hmm. it is not on track right now. Slowly work on my rehabilitation and work on my recovery, no matter what that looks like and really just not rush into it and just focus on getting into a solid routine again. Routine. I love it. Okay. So I just noted those down. So we have rehabilitation, nutrition, and routine. Okay. So those are going to be some of the areas in which we are going to set goals. So obviously this is a hypothetical situation that hasn't happened yet. But for example, let's say her goal is going to be to hit X number of grams of protein per day. That's like a very basic level nutrition goal. Mm -hmm. Routine. Okay. It's going to be to train three times a week, whatever muscle groups she's allowed to train and implement, let's just say some meditation on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Okay. That's another example. And then rehabilitation, whatever that would look like in terms of post-baby rehabilitation. I've never had a baby, so I don't even know what that looks like for her, but those would kind of be some example. (laughs) (laughs) Those would be some example goals. Now the next part would be, okay, what behaviors do you need to be able to hit those goals. So what are some things, Brittany, that you would actually need to do? So like, for example, let's say meal prep, right? Can you list Mm -hmm. off even two more behaviors? Yeah, so definitely meal prep for one. (laughs) Definitely. I would need to get somebody to like put in the work and actually find somebody like whether that be fiance, my mom or whatever, but actually put in the work and not have an excuse of, Oh, I can't make it to the gym because I don't have anyone to watch my child. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And even like time management and like planning and preparing, right? Planning time management, meal prepping. And a big one I think for me will be for sure is like putting in effort toward my mental health and anxiety mindset aspect of that situation. Yes. that's a, I, I love that you brought that up because I think that's a big one for a lot of people. Okay. So we have the vision, we have the goals, we have the behaviors. Now we're going to move a little more internally. Okay. So what types of traits do you think someone who is exhibiting those behaviors, achieving those goals and working towards that vision is going to exhibit. So do you think they're going to be a disciplined person? Are they going to be a fun person, a confident person? List me off three traits that you are going to need to exhibit to make sure you're going on the right path. Yeah. So you just said it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was my first one. I was like disciplined (laughs) because I was such a disciplined person before getting pregnant. Obviously I've kind of lost that a wee bit. So a big, big one for me, just this kind of goes into that as well, but just hard work because I know this is not going to be easy and it's going to be extremely hardworking and I'm going to have to put in the effort. And I, I want to be, I guess the best word I want to say, it's very easy word is just happy and like confident. And I don't want to be like a giant stress ball. (laughs) Yes. I think like aligned is a good one too. Yes. Okay. So we won't go too in depth in this one because Brittany's situation is a little different, but if you are using this game plan and you're someone who has kind of fallen off track due to something that is not pregnancy or not an injury, we want to identify what obstacles have previously 
thrown you off track because chances are those obstacles are going to come up again in your life. Okay. So, Brett, you don't have to answer this one, but obstacles could be do you work shift work? Like obviously an obstacle for Brittany coming up is going to be, she's going to have a newborn baby. She's going to have to make <laughs> like adaptations to that in her relationship, yeah, in her, house, in her lifestyle, <laughs> right? That's not really a previous obstacle. That's going to be a new one, but that's a very obvious one. But yeah, is it is it vacation that usually throws you off? Is it your family? Is it social events? Is it work? What are those obstacles that have previously thrown you off? Because once you've identified those we need to ask ourselves, what tools and strategies am I going to need to implement to be able to navigate around them, right? So Brittany, we already kind of talked about this, but obviously we're going to need to have strong time management. We're going to have to have systems in place to make sure you're organized, to make sure you have... I know your mom helps you out a lot, so I'm not worried about that for you. But again, we want to make sure that we are like being proactive when it comes to our obstacles because it's all great and dandy to get ourselves back on track, to get ourselves motivated. But what happens when those obstacles come back? Because they are going to. And if you don't have a plan and you don't know what you're going to do, guess what's going to happen? You're going to rebound. We have like talked about this so much and I feel like it is it goes into every single podcast that we've ever talked about some way or another. But Justin, just, and you said it, but having a plan, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like for you, no matter what your situation is, but I already know in my situation, if I don't have a plan and I am just going to say, you know what, I'm going to wing this whole postpartum situation. Of course, there's aspects that, yes, I have to wing because I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. But in regards to getting my shit back together and my fitness journey and I cannot wing that because if I go into that with that mindset of saying, whatever, I'm going to wing it, mm-hmm. I am not going to get very far. Exactly. Yeah. It's so funny that you like said that because we do, we talk about this all <laughs> the time, time in podcasts, in live streams, in coaching calls. Yeah. Like a great example right now is a lot of our clients have previously struggled with binge eating, right? I used to struggle with that. And what we teach our clients a lot is about the the process of embracing those changes because binge eating, like weight loss, it's not something that's going to be a linear process. There's still going to be urges to binge. Sometimes maybe if you haven't even binged for two years, right? So what we do and, and what I do with my clients is I, I help them develop a plan when those scenarios come up, but it's the client's job. It's your job to make sure that you execute that plan because no offense, but I don't care about that plan. It's not my life that I'm fucking up by binge eating again. It's your life that you are fucking up. So I am there to help you develop the plan and you are there to execute the plan and then come with feedback so that you and I can work collectively to come up with a better plan for the future. Yes. The execution aspect of said plan is very important because <laughs> you could have a plan and just not execute it, but make obviously starting with that plan. And of course, like really sticking to it and executing it and making sure you get that shit done. Yeah. And that goes kind of really hand in hand with the next part of getting back into momentum. And again, this is assuming that you are working with a coach because I feel like most people should be or are. But if you're not, I mean, the next step would be make sure you have a coach. But what supports do you need from your coach to keep you accountable? Right? 
Are you getting check-ins with your coach? Are we doing adjustments to make sure that you are progressing? Are you communicating with your coach, letting them know what's going on in your life, right? How can you and your coach work better as a team? And have you guys identified that collectively? And then finally, the, the final step I already is... know. Sorry, go ahead. I already know too, as soon as I, you know, I'm able to, like, I get my shit back together and like, I'm it kind of slowly have myself a routine. Guess who's getting herself a coach again? Yeah. This guy. <laughs> like a hundred percent. Yeah. Coaches need coaches. Like I cannot yeah. emphasize the importance of having mentors enough. Like every aspect of my life that I'm doing well in, I have a coach or a mentor. Yes, no, exactly. And it's just, it's really important no matter where you are, if fitness journey, business, whatever, whatever kind of mentor it is just, it's really, really important. Why would you spend years trial and erroring something that you don't know about when you could hire a mentor or a coach who can help you develop a blueprint that is customized to you to get you to where you want to go? It's a no brainer for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, The final question you want to ask yourself to get back into momentum and to complete that game plan is what are you willing to do to uphold the promises to yourself? Because the only relationship that is going to fix your loss of momentum is the relationship with yourself. And if you keep breaking those promises with yourself, you're not going to gain the confidence. You're not going to gain the integrity that you need to be able to get yourself progressing forward again. Yes, I love that. That whole everything we just went over. If you guys need to replay this 400 million times or make notes on that, do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to recap the game plan really quickly. So first thing, identify your vision and go deep on this. Don't give us a surface level vision. What do you actually want to achieve and why? What do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? How do you want to show up in your life? What goals do you need to set and hit in order to get there? What behaviors do you need to do in order to hit those goals? What traits do you need to exhibit in order to execute on those behaviors? So those are things like discipline, like confidence, like integrity. What obstacles have previously thrown you off track? And what tools and strategies will you need to implement to be able to navigate around those obstacles? What supports do you need from your coach to keep you accountable and on target? And what are you going to and willing to do to uphold the promises to yourself? Write that Mm -hmm. shit down, fill it out, send it to me if you want to. (laughs) I'll give you some feedback. We'll get you moving forward. I love it. I think that's everything. (laughs) Yeah, that was solid. That was like with knowledge podcast, I will say that. And I'm going to pat ourselves on the back for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I feel like we had some funny, funny quotes in there, but um, overall, definitely hope you guys got some value. If you did, you guys know the drill, take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram. You can share it to your Instagram story. We also really appreciate everyone who rates, follows and reviews the podcast. That is what helps it grow, helps it reach new eyes. And again, that's one of our goals with the product podcast is to just bring free value to as many people that might need it. Okay. All right. Appreciate guys. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks guys. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of beyond the body. 
If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life. 